0: Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker. And uh, with me once again, as always, is my co-host, Debbie Peters, the networking guru, and also my mom. Hi, Greg.
1: And also your business partner, don't forget.
0: Oh, yes, yes, my business partner, Um, and we are both ruled with an iron fist by uh, my wife and her daughter-in-law, Elizabeth, who is our CEO. And you got that (laughs)
1: right. And don't forget, I'm not just your mom, I'm your proud mom.
0: Yes, uh, she always signs it, uh, YPM, your proud mom, whenever she sends me email. so it always gives me a little lift during the day. (laughs) And, you know, that's that's part of what we need, I think, these days is a, a little bit of lift now and again. Yeah.
1: We're going to be talking about how we keep long-term relationships, referral relationships especially, going so that they remain profitable, for want of a better word. And those little things I didn't think about, those little things like me signing YPM and you doing other things for me, those are... The little bricks that continue to build the wall that makes a strong wall of the relationship.
0: Right. Um, let's, let's. I think we need to come up with We'll, we'll fix this in post. We'll talk about, uh, you know, instead of a wall between us, how about a bridge? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um. But yeah, uh, this actually, uh, we had reached out to a num- uh, number of members of our community and asked, you know, what sort of questions did you have about networking? And uh, this was actually one of them. It was from our good friend, Dave Bodner, who was one of the early adopters of of the training program, correct?
1: Yes, yes. He is, and he's been um, a and- long-time supporter and also um, a long-time client in that I coached him for many, many years in networking.
0: And, and I know Elizabeth and I, he is our financial advisor. So honestly, this is all, all good for Dave. Yes. <laughs> but uh, his, his question was, if networking takes years to develop into a mutually beneficial relationship for both parties, how do you create value to keep the relationship going? Um, and I think that's, that's, a, that's a question that's kind of on top of a lot of people's minds. I mean, they'll have that first coffee or the first long phone call or uh, in today's uh, world of isolation, uh, their first Zoom connection. And then the question is, okay, well, now what? I've already told them about my business. Do I start selling to them? I mean, so so how, do we, how do we turn this from a one conversation into a real relationship?
1: Well, I don't think Dave is actually coming from this, that early point of view. I think Dave said it takes years to develop that mutually beneficial relationship is what I heard you say. How do I keep that going? Yeah. So it's not the start. It's two people who have really worked, not necessarily together in the same office building, but they have worked together to help each other over a period of time. And it's not just a couple of days. And th- I think Dave's question is, how do I continue to groom that relationship to make sure there's value in it for both of the parties? So would you agree that that's? What and
0: and are- I was looking at also from a, uh, I was looking at also from a development process. It's it's you've you've had those meetings, but you know we we have how many relationships do we have that are on the? Uh, you know, we talk about the uh, ART scale where it's it's awareness. Um,
1: uh, um, relationship. You know, I
0: just lost my R relationship, thank you, relationship development, and then team. Um, and and uh, we have a lot of them that are kind of in the middle there. And how do we kind of keep moving them upward? How do we keep developing them? Um, because it does take a while to really develop that that full team, you know, we're on the same team um, mechanism, right?
1: So if that's where you want to start from, that's fine. That's not where what I was thinking this was. So that's okay. We can, okay. we can agree okay. to disagree we'll, even on a podcast.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. Well, what, why don't we, why don't we start out with what, what's what sort of the basics, what, what do we need to be doing just in general with these, these business relationships uh, that, that can be personal as well?
1: I, in my opinion, I think we have to have authentic connection on a regular basis, not and the, as you have said so succinctly, when you call someone and say, you can say it, Greg. Greg.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this is something I tell my audiences is, is uh, it, when I'm speaking is that uh, if you're calling up someone and saying, hey, I'm just checking in, that's code for, are you ready to buy from me or do you have someone that wants to buy from me? I mean, and everybody knows it. And yeah. so how often can you even make those calls? You know, once every six months before they start, you know, screening you?
1: <laughs> well,
0: so what do we do to make this a real conversation?
1: I think that in order to have the conversation be real, first of all, you, as you mentioned, you have to develop the relationship so that you know a lot about this person. Know their likes, their wants, their desires, their, their challenges, whatever that is. And so when you call... You're calling a friend and you have a conversation that sounds like, hey, you know what? I just thought of you the other day. I ran across uh, an article or I ran across a a podcast or I ran across whatever that is. And you immediately came to mind. And here's why. Because I know that you love, you know, you you love ducks. And so I ran across this information and I immediately (laughs) thought of you. (laughs) Obviously, I pulled that one out of my butt but it can well, okay. be, <laughs> and, or go ahead, Greg, you jump
0: in now. Oh, no, no. I was, I, I just, I, I love, you know, when we're, when we're having these chats, uh, some of the imagery you get to bring to the fore is just something that I will carry with me for a long time. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm so glad I could give you so, value.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, this isn't, I mean, we're not calling up to make a sale or we're, we're calling up to continue a, a a conversation with with a friend. Um, it's not, hey, uh, what do you, what do you got for me? Essentially, it's it's, hey, you know, I've got something of value for you, um, and that's something I, I, I tell people. Also, is that you know, listen, if you you can't only you can only call them up to quote just check in once every six months, but if you have something of value to give them, if you have an idea, uh, a a uh, you know, a resource. Uh, something that's going to solve one of their problems, you can call up every day with that because they know that when you call them, their life is going to be easier.
1: Well, and you can even ask for their input, their help. And so it doesn't necessarily mean you always giving something to them. It can be, hey, I'm running into this problem and I thought of you because I know that you're a more strategic thinker than I am and I wondered if you'd be interested in giving me some feedback or what do you, you know, what do you think I should do in this, this uh, position? Mm -hmm. And as you were talking, I was thinking about our relationship. Obviously, you know, I have to talk to you because we're related, but if, (laughs) (laughs) but if every time I called you, I said, Greg, I'm checking in because I know you have a speaking engagement and have you talked to people about doing my course while you were there? You would soon not want to talk to me, but if I call you well, up, oh yeah,
0: there's, that's a good point.
1: <laughs> I mean, even though we're related, you would soon be dodging my phone call. But if I called you up and I said, "Hey, Greg, um, I need some help with technology. I can't make this run." You, you know, that's okay. You would feel all right, and and I do it a lot, so it's it gives me a lot of opportunity to connect with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if we think of, of the phone calls that we're making, think about the people that we have in our life, whether it's family that we have a great relationship with or someone else that we are really connected with and think about, well, they're a friend. What would I be doing for them as a friend rather than calling them as a potential business source?
0: Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Uh, any, time you're calling someone in your network per- Pretend, even if it's not true, or whether it's true or not, pretend that you're talking to a friend. And and what would you? What would the conversation sound like if you were talking with a friend?
1: Yes, and if we if we even take that a step further, this morning you and I were on a phone call uh, with Isabel and Herman Woolman to talk. They are in South Africa. They own a distance learning uh, company. They've been doing it for many years. And I asked you to help me to be on that call because I knew that you would understand all the technical stuff much more than I would. And what we found out was that you got a piece of information as a result of it that may be helpful for us in the future. So Mm -hmm. uh, what we don't always know is what is it that we're going to give I I guess I'm I'm kind of stuck here. I've backed myself into a corner, but I'm not sure exactly. There's always something of value that can be given. We just may not always know what it is at the moment.
0: Right. Well, and I think that comes down to um, good conversational practice, understanding that one of the things you're doing in a a conversation is listening for opportunities to be of service. Yes. You're trying to always be aware of that, those opportunities. And also, we're looking for excuses to to be back in touch with them. So, if you know, if we gave someone a piece of advice or a piece of technology or a resource or or whatever, why not call them back in a week or so and say, "Hey, just I want to check and see how it's working. How that piece of you know that piece of advice I gave you is working out? Are, are you still running into problems with that? Um, because any excuse that we can have to." talk about the situations that they're in that, that we might be able to help them with or vice versa. You were talking about earlier, you know, if we called out and asked for advice, we almost owe it to them to call back and say, Hey, I used your advice. I really appreciate it because this is the results I'm seeing. And, and that's really helped me out a lot. Thank you.
1: Exactly. Cause then that gives them, makes them feel good. But also again, they may have additional information that they can share with you. And I uh, think about this, I lost my thought, so just go ahead, Greg. Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think that just I'm comes ready. down to.
1: I'm ready for the home. Are you Are you shopping for one for me?
0: <laughs> no, no. We're, we're going to we're, remember we have to shelter in place right now. So oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think a lot of it is is always looking for um, excuses and reasons to reach out to them that are more than just quote checking in. Um, it could be, you know, that you've found a resource for them or that you need advice or you're following up or, you know, and sometimes, especially this is kind of a challenging time when when we are having to do more, we're having to put more effort into our outreach than we might once have done because we no longer are meeting at the chamber lunch uh, because everything's closed. Yeah. Um, when, when, re- when there's that gap, we, we need to make sure that we are having, you know, the... Oh, hey you know what? I, I saw your, I saw an email from you the other day, and I realized we haven't talked in a while. you know what, what What's going on? What sort of projects? I love asking people what sort of projects they're working on because you know first of all, it gives them something to be proud of, but also, maybe I can find a way to be of help to them.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember what I was going to say, so maybe you don't have to shop for the home for me. so okay. And I'm trying to stop saying so. So all of you out there listening to me, I'm working on it. <laughs> when we were talking about following up, it made me think about chapter nine in the referral pursuit class that we teach, which is using social media to follow up and stay connected with your your uh, referral partners, referral teammates, not in the way that social media is you know, pushing it out, but in staying. So if you help someone, Then or give them a piece of information or whatever, then several days following up on social media to say, hey, how did that work out? So it's the same concept. It could be a phone call. It could be somewhere on social media. It could be an email, whatever, but it's staying connected and following up. So that's one way, another way to stay connected. And I agree with you totally.
0: Oh, yeah. And actually, I I love social media, uh, too. I mean, I think we have to be careful with it because it can give us uh, a false sense of of connectivity, because let's face it, we we don't know whether people are even seeing what we're writing, unless they're actually responding to us. Um, So we have to be careful with it, that it's not the only mechanism we're using to reaching out, but one of the things that I love about it, uh, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn is you get the notifications uh, about things that are going on in their lives. So the the very least is the birthday. Um, But uh, you know, when someone changes a job or the anniversary of them getting this new job or or whatever, once again, there's just more excuses to reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, I saw that you just got this new position. Can we have a phone call? I'd like to hear more about it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, uh, so that word, so I'm going to totally eliminate it if, if the last thing I do again.
0: Don't worry, I, I, like I said, I can I can fix this in post. It's all good. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> again, it's using whatever there is out there to stay connected and giving value for it, and knowing what is important. Um, I think that's the last point that we can make. It. I have a story to tell on this, so. So my friend, Marsha Housel, who you remember, because when you kids were little, the Housels and you and your dad, your or your dad and I and the family, we would all vacation together. We were we were great friends. And
0: Tingley Lake in Pennsylvania.
1: Tingley Lake in Pennsylvania. Through the years, Marsha and I, for various reasons, lost contact with each other. And then her son, Brian, who is your age, was your age. Uh, died of cancer and I reached out to her obviously and we both said at that point we had such a strong friendship and it it was like years had not gone by when when I reached out to her immediately we started the conversation and we agreed that we needed to rekindle our friendship and keep it going on a much more regular basis which we did and then Marsha also um became a um, a person. She that,
0: became ill with cancer as well. She became
1: ill with cancer as well. Thank you. I couldn't find the words. And as soon as that happened, obviously she, and she lived 10 hours from me. So she lived in Pennsylvania. As soon as that happened, she could not come to see me because we were taking turns once a year, twice a year. We would go back and forth and spend about a week with each other obviously she had to stay in Pennsylvania because she had to get her chemo i made the commitment that three or sometimes four times a year i would drive there and i would spend the week there obviously being a single a business owner i could you know fit my schedule around this so that i could do that but as her her disease progressed and as she got near the end We were I was at her house and she said we were talking about various things and I said, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm trouble because of course, you know, having a guest when you're not feeling well might not be the the best thing. And she said, At least you come. Mm -hmm. And so we don't know exactly how impactful our connections are and how much they mean until someone tells you that. And so just assume that your connection, just reaching out and not saying, I want to stay, or, you know, what was it? What was the term that you use or what was the phrase? Um, Right at the beginning that I asked you to say,
0: Uh oh, uh, the uh, I'm just checking in.
1: Yeah, I'm just checking in. Other than that, if you reach out and say, Hey, I read a great book, this is the author, would you be, you know, I, I thought of you that you might like it, or do you have a recommendation for a great book, or whatever it is, you're adding value to that person's life and you show up.
0: Yeah. I, I agree that I think that's that's the, a great point to make, just showing up in their lives and being there and, and, and making that connection, uh, because it's so easy. Even in normal times, it's easy for us to be isolated. Um, and I think reaching out, that is we're actually providing a value in their lives by just reaching out. I, I think your story says it so, so well. Thank you. Well, on on that note, uh, I th- I think we've covered the the ideas of of how to continue building these relationships, and,
1: um,
0: and hopefully oh, we've added. Uh, added
1: hopefully <laughs> we've added value to Dave Bodner. We'll have to check in with him, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll have to find out what what's going on. You know, well, how uh, I got an excuse to reach out to him and say, "Hey, Dave, this is going to be going live on this particular date, so you better keep an eye out for it." Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Mom, it's been a pleasure once again chatting with you. And uh, I hope we've uh, we've uh, had, had a, a good time for our guests as well.
1: Okay. Thanks, Greg.
0: Thank you. And thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed the program, we would uh, love to hear from you. We post these on our Facebook pages. The information will be in the uh, the episode notes. Uh, if you think you know somebody who would be benefit from this, please do share. Hey, one more reason to be reaching out. And uh, of course, if you don't want to miss any of these, uh, subscribe so that we can stay with you week by week. Until next time, go out and make some great connections. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about having us present at your next event, go to thereluctantnetworker.com.